Once again, it's about that time. The Brad TJ K Y Cat Stats. Again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wonderful episode of Kentucky Cat Stats Podcast. I am your host, Brad Woodcock, and I'm joined today by two of my favorite people in the world, Jake Mounts, nah. am I right? Nah. And TJ Mounts. As always, I am Not here. related. Unrelated. Are you related? He's my dad. Oh, well, that's creepy. <laughs> He's my son. <laughs> you would have been two, though. I don't even want to know. Okay, Actually, I was so, just one uh, in a, in a month. We've got a jam-packed show for you guys today. Uh, there's some interesting things that we can talk about. Um, some stuff's happening. It's packed jam full of stuff. Stuff is happening in the world. It is. Kentucky sports that we need to talk about. The baseball team season's over. Ended the same way that the basketball and football teams seasons ended. No. SEC 20. We didn't end in the SEC tournament. I mean, it ended in disappointing fashion. Oh, yes, so it did. Um, but next year's uh, a new year. Next year's a new year, sure. Um, Kentucky got a commitment from Drew Barker since the last time that we talked. Yeah! Woo! This dude is on a roll. Kentucky's most important football recruit since Tim Couch committed to Kentucky. Um, Andrew Wiggins committed to Kansas. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much all we got to talk about. So Andrew Wiggins made the it. dumbest decision of his life. You know what I don't get is how not, how um, school affiliations usually play a huge role, and it didn't play a role at all in this one. We're jumping right into it. Okay. Um, Andrew Wiggins didn't have – I mean, school affiliation, what do you mean? The shoe affiliation. Shoe affiliation. Yeah, because he's a Nike guy, and Kansas is an Adidas school. It's weird. It's kind of like John Wall coming to Kentucky, which was a Nike school. and he's. But a there's Reebok not really guy. many many big Reebok. But now he's Adidas. Ain't that weird? I was, I was surprised how twins quick. are Under Armour. They come to Nike school. Usually you come to school. Nike school even if you're a different affiliate because Kentucky's the better school. But in this case, it worked ass backwards. Nike schools rule. Agreed. I couldn't agree more. Good statement, Jake. I don't think that this is a bad decision for Andrew Wiggins. Um, I mean, I don't think that he could have really made a, a really bad decision. You know what I think this is what's not been said? is This has come down to... He's playing his one year in Kansas, which is not very far from Wichita State. Um, so I think his parents um, kind of maybe – I think his parents might have convinced him to be close to his brother so that they could watch them both play at times this they season. Can, they can fly into one airport now <laughs> and drive back and forth. Adidas. What, what, what airport would that be? I dream about shockers. Um, whatever one's in Kansas. How far is Lawrence, Lawrence and Wichita Probably State? Probably Kansas City. How far are the Lawrence – where is Wichita I heard State? they're 160 miles apart. So, see, that's like a three-hour drive, right? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So, that's not very far. So, I mean, they could ride into town, drive back and forth. You know, I think, that played, a, I think late, that played a factor. Honestly, Kansas did. had a late Saturday game, and Wichita State had an early Saturday game. You can make both. both. Um, but, I mean, Kansas, you know, they didn't the, have... It could, it could play a bigger factor being that his parents are from Canada, and they'd have to fly to Canada, and they wouldn't, like you said, fly into one city. Yeah. 
But uh, Kansas, you know, they didn't have any alpha dogs on the team. Um, they had a whole small forward that he could fill. They had a pretty good recruiting class coming in. Um, I mean, Bill Self does okay with NBA prospects usually, and Kansas has a great program just like Kentucky does. Not not quite as on the same level, but um, I mean, there there will be enough media scrutiny to get him ready for what he has to face in the NBA. So, I mean, I don't feel like he made a horrible decision. Uh, I mean, obviously, it would have if. Obviously, if, if his main criteria for choosing a college was wanting to win a national championship, though, he didn't pick the right school for that. Yeah, but big Duke. Um, that could be a biased, a biased statement, though. Well, I mean, it could be, but I mean, if you look at it, the Kansas has favorite, a good nucleus. Of players, so they didn't return anybody, though. I mean, you want to talk about a school that? I mean, you want to compare Kentucky and say, well, Kentucky doesn't return anybody. Kansas really didn't return anybody. They returned Perry Ellis, who was a marginal bench player, and Nadir Tharp, who was another marginal bench we, player. What did we return, like 40% of our st- stats from last year, I think? Something like that. I mean, we returned two starters, and Alex Poitras and Willie Cauley-Stein. Yep. Kansas didn't return a single starter from their entire roster. Ben McLemore went pro, everybody else graduated. You know, I mean, Alex Poitras could have played effect in the Wiggins didn't come to, with we him coming back, because him and I Randall... Think, I don't think Wiggins was afraid of competition. I know, but I think he was, too. I think that... You wouldn't think he is, but I think he is. I, I mean, there may be something to him maybe not thinking he's as good as he really is. Um, I think he's not as good as everybody thinks some, he really is. We know that already. There's some physical ability that, um, you know, maybe he feels like he has to tap into. Maybe, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think at the end of the day, part of it is that I don't think he really cared too much for the Harrison twins. I mean, I'll just put that out there. I don't think he really did. I don't think the Harrison twins cared much about him. We'll get to see how he does against my Dukies. You know, I'm, I'm actually, even though the Harrison twins are in Kentucky and I like the Harrison twins, I have a feeling they don't really care about a whole lot of other people. I no, believe they're, they're going to mesh well I mean, with... I've never gotten that feeling from any point with them. I mean, I think that they're competitors and Randall saw that and Randall wanted to play with the best point guard, but I believe they're sometimes a little too much for competitors. A lot of people were talking about their attitude to some of the games kind of... Throwing their heads really, up in the air. I don't really look at their attitude in all-star games because all-star games are a different breed. But um, I believe it's like you said before, though, like when you were talking about um, when um, Poitras and them come back and they're not trying hard and the Harrisons are going to get in their face. I believe they're, they're that kind of hard-nosed guys that will be like, listen, we have to do this and this right. And they get mad when something's done wrong on the court that should have been done right that was an easy, you know, an easy layup or something like that. You know that. who they're the hardest on? Themselves. Right. I mean, like, Aaron Harrison is really hard on Andrew, and Aaron Andrew's really hard on Aaron. So. Aaron's really hard on himself. Yeah. Um, but, but next year, I mean, it doesn't matter. Randall's going to be the alpha dog. Alpha I kind of like the idea of giving Alex Porthos another chance at the three because uh, I think that he can do it if he works hard enough. And, you know, he's had Vine videos of him putting in good workouts, um, which that, it's, excites me. I mean, if we get the Alex Porthos that played against Duke last year, then we aren't going to miss Andrew Wiggins. I mean, he dropped 20 points, was a general beast that no that Duke could not handle. I mean, he was the only player that Kentucky had that Duke couldn't handle that game because uh, obviously, you know, Duke won. You, you, but, go ahead. You finish. But, like, well, I mean, Andrew, Andrew or Alex Poitras can play the three. Um, and with the, with the new point guard, with Julius Randle playing the four, being able to handle the ball, I think it's going to really help Alex Poitras' game. Um, take the pressure off of him, put it on some other guys, and let him succeed in the role that he needs to play in. Uh, you know another thing that 
I could throw out there that kind of makes sense in a way. The last time that we had everybody come in during the summer and and you know work hard all through summer was the year Anthony Davis, Marcus Teague, and um, well, th- those guys that year, the 2012, uh, 2011 class. 2012, we had those guys come in early, but Nerlens Noel didn't get to come in early. So I feel like the team might have lost. I mean, you, you lose some kind of chemistry like that. This year we're going to have all those guys come in, I believe. I believe the Harrisons, Randall. Uh, I'm pretty sure Young and uh, Dakari Johnson that, will be there. I think that James Young was in one of Alex Poitras' vines. <laughs> the, the last one that Alex Poitras put out when he was working out, there was a guy in the background of one of the shots, and it looked just like James Young. I, think J- I haven't I, heard that James Young was in town yet. Yeah, I'm not sure of that either, but, I mean, I thought I saw James Young on a plane the other day when I was <laughs> flying. This guy was really tall and had, like, the little fro and little bitty goatee, and I was like, that's James Young. He was going to Lexington, too, I think, but... Anyway, um, we have all these guys come in, and what I was going to say is Andrew Wiggins would have probably not been coming for the summer. Everybody said that he wanted to spend the summer with his family, and then he was also going to do um, the international Canadian basketball. So he would have lost time with them. Um, that would I want to call it not practice time, but bonding time. And it's really key. I mean, I know the, they, they all know each other, but the bonding for two months over the summer, kind of like Willie Cauley-Stein and Kyle Wilcher had, I mean, that, that goes a long way. Um, in my eyes, it does all that extra bonding time, a little bit of practice time. You get acclimated to all the things you'll be at, you'll do at Kentucky. Are there any other Canadian internationals at Kansas? Joel Embiid is he? Can't he's a, no, he's from the he's from um, crap. Where's he from? What about Nadir Cameron Cameroon. What about Nadir Thorpe? I don't know. They got another transfer uh, to Reed Black. Black. Yeah, from Memphis. They should be called the Kansas Isn't he? Maple Leafs. <laughs> Where's the Deerthorpe from? Uh, I don't know where. I was just asking if maybe. I don't. I'm not for Tariq sure. Black went to Memphis last year, and he was kind of a general disappointment. I think everybody was legitimately shocked that he went to Kansas. It was kind of. Well, I don't think it was a shock. I mean, some people were calling him to Kansas. I mean, they. Said, the only person I saw call him to Kansas was John Goodman or Jeff Goodman. Uh, Andy Andy Glockner, I think, also said. It, so there were some people who said it just made the most sense. Uh, because there's plenty of playing time available, and Kansas, you know, close to Wichita State, good school in its own right. Um, really, there was reasons for him to go everywhere. I think that Kentucky and Kansas made the most sense, if you ask me, uh, more than Florida State and more than North Carolina. But in your thinking, before yeah. going into the decision, did you not think that Kansas was probably third or fourth? I thought Kentucky and Florida State were at the top. And yeah, I, mean, I agree. It was kind of a shock when it happened, but oh, honestly, in my, in my personal opinion, I did not. I thought Kansas was fourth. I really did. I thought it was. I thought it was Kentucky or Florida State, and then North Carolina, and then Kansas. I just didn't think. I didn't think that much about Kansas because you didn't hear much about it either. There was not no rumblings of it. Well, <laughs> it the was, problem was no, nobody knew where. I mean, Andrew Wiggins kept his recruitment so tight to the vest that I mean, nobody really knew where he was going. Um, Kansas is. Coaches and staff didn't know until he announced it. Anybody staking, like you said, I think you said this on Twitter before, anybody staking any reputation on where they thought Andrew Wiggins was going was an idiot. Yeah, I mean, there there was a lot of them. But anyway, think, talking about Kansas now, they got Andrew Wiggins. What, how, what, kind of, what kind of threat are they now to UK winning the national championship? I believe they're already, I mean, with the class they had coming in, and a few, um, they had a few young guys, I believe, on their team already. Um, they're, they're a legit top five team. Perry Ellis and Nadir Tharp. I don't think they're top five. Um, I think that they may be top ten Who with is your Wiggins. Who's top five next year? 
<sighs> Why did you have to put me on the spot like that? Kentucky, Duke. Kentucky, for sure. Louisville, Michigan State, Florida, and probably Duke. Would be my top five. I, w- I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Michigan State in my top five. I mean, Michigan State gets Payne back, and they get Harris back. Harris back, and they get Appling back, and they've got Brandon Dawson back. Uh, they didn't really add too much, though. Kansas's new fight song. Okay, you, our home and native school in Wiggins, we trust, gonna kick some butt. Oh, Kansas, rock chalk, Jayhawk, KU. That was that was that was that pretty was, good. Uh, that was pretty good. We're covered up with it right on the spot. <laughs> I'm glad that we got that recorded, solid. man. Um, also, uh, I got Arizona fringe top five. You know what? I'm gonna cut that out. We're gonna and cut that out. We're gonna <laughs> when, when when Kansas is doing good during the year, and we're gonna probably play that or something. And uh, I've also got North Carolina close to the top five. <laughs> that's that's pathetic. I wouldn't. What's so pathetic about it? Roy Williams. <laughs> He's pretty pathetic. Hey, you know who I hate more than anybody in college basketball? Roy Williams. Yeah, pretty much. It's probably the only person you hate really, really. Oh, well. you know who else I got close to the top five? Oklahoma State. Yeah. That's legit. I'll, I'll, I'm going to agree with that. Although the guy they brought back. in as their point guard, that little like, kid we saw at the Kentucky Derby Classic, he is tiny. Well, he's pretty good, though. Well, but, I mean, they've got Marcus Smart and LeBron Nash. So, I mean, that's... And the other guy top, came back, uh, too. So. And the other guy that dunks on fools. I can't remember his name. We never remember his name. Yeah. Marcus Smart coming back, that's kind of amazing. Yeah, I mean, he, he was top, top three. He would been a top three, top five pick for sure. But anyway, so um, like I said, Kansas, top 10, not really exactly a threat, I don't think, to beat Kentucky. I think that if we played them, we'd just have too many weapons for them. They would have the best player on the floor at one position, and we would have the best player on the floor at the other four, and we'd have the best bench by far. Are we going to are we gonna debate Wiggins versus Randall, or is that going to be for another podcast? Um, I mean, we can do it now if you want to do it now, but it's already 14 minutes into it. Do you want to? <laughs> What's going on with the other news? We'll do another podcast. 30 minutes talking about it. No, because it'll probably um, take us that long. So, uh, moving on to Drew Barker. Drew Barker committed to uh, the University of Kentucky. Um, not Woo-woo. last Friday, but the Friday before last. Um, and it's a pretty big deal. I don't know if any, I don't know if people really fully understand just how big of a deal this is. And it's more of a big deal than just the fact that he committed. I don't think an average fan that knows we got a commitment knows how huge of a deal it is. Let me tell you a little bit about Drew Barker. First of all, the new rivals rankings came out today, and Drew Barker moved all the way up from 153 to 117. Uh, he moved from a four-star to a four-star 5.9 rating, which is just as close as you can get just about to a uh, five-star ranking. Is that the highest recruit we've had in, since when? Since ever. <laughs> since rivals started rating recruits. Um, I mean, it stands to reason that Tim Couch... Have we ever had a top been, 100 guy? I thought we had one once upon a uh, time. Micah Johnson may have been top 100, but I'm not 100% sure that he was. He was drank pretty high. Um, Wait, Jake, Jake is a weird friend, that's all we got to say. This is really gross, <laughs> what you just did. I'm not, not going to mention it, but I mean, I'm going to have to wash my hand later. <laughs> you didn't have to say that. <laughs> all right, so Drew... Uh, Drew what, Barker, what? but the thing that makes him sets him apart even more, not just the fact that he's a great player in, in his own right, but he's also an exceptional recruiting player. 
I mean, he's 100% committed to Kentucky. He's not going to be changing that no matter what happens this season. But he's also going to go out and get the most talent that he can to come into Kentucky to play with him. And he's already been reaching out to... He's been reaching out to all the 2014 recruits. He's been reaching out to anybody in 2014 that Kentucky's after that has, that's any good at all. He's trying um, to get them to visit, trying to get them to commit, trying to get them... Quit, Jake. Jake, dude. Quit, seriously. I can't help it. Like, uh, Matt Elam, four-star defensive tackle. or Derek Keith, Braxton Berrios. Braxton, Braxton Berrios, Darius West, Mike Edwards, um, Jarrett LaRubio. Darius West. Marcellus Jones. Um, I mean, the list goes on. Anybody, Artavis Scott, anybody that Kentucky is after that is really good. And then you know what else Drew Barker did? He created a Twitter account just to go after these guys. Just to kind of host the 2014 guys, talk to them, tweet about them, get BBN excited about keep them. People, keep people up to date on what's going on. With they got them. so many followers so fast that they broke twi- they broke their account. Twice. They had, Twitter locked them out twice. They got 6,000-something followers. I know I checked, like 6,300. I don't know. Maybe probably more by now. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's amazing. a big deal. It's a big deal that we got Drew Barker. He's the top-rated quarterback, the best quarterback that we've had in a while. Some people say he's a lot better than Patrick Tolles. Some people say they're even. Um, but I've seen Patrick Tolles play, and I've seen Drew Barker play. So you came out be legit for once? I think so. In, in two to three years, years. In two to three years. With this kind of talent coming in, I think the Kentucky I got, I got some knowledge to drop on you. On my, I was gone last week. As Brad knows, my friends know, I was gone to Virginia on a, on a, on a separate business trip. But as I came back, I got to ride um, pretty much next to um, Chad Scott, Chad Scott, the running backs coach. And I asked him, I said, how excited were you guys when Drew Barker committed? He goes, man, we were ecstatic. I was like, yeah, I saw you guys' little video. He goes, yeah, it was amazing. We were all we were all really hyped and everything. He, he was, like, legitimately hyped about it, like, legitimately excited. And um, I asked him later about how Drew Barker was recruiting and stuff like that. He said that really helped and everything. And he told me something that I said, you know, I'm, I know you guys expect, you know, like I'll turn around immediately this year. I said about two to three years. He goes, yeah, two to three years, you know, that's that's when we can compete for championships. And that, that man, that stuck with me. I was like, geez, they, they legitimately, they're going after well, this. That's what they tell kids when they're out on the recruiting trail. I mean, I mean that's what you got to tell them. But I mean... But when he said that, I mean, they're legitimate. That's their legitimate goal. I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility with the way they're recruiting now. I mean, you gotta you gotta think right now. Kentucky's uh, is on pace to have a top fifteen type recruiting class. So, I mean, the recruiting gets the likes of Florida, Ohio State, Alabama, um, Notre right. Dame. I mean, they're they're getting guys that have these guys on their they list. Beat, they beat Drew Barker out for South Carolina, or they beat uh, South Carolina out for Drew Barker. Yeah, and you know, some people don't realize just how in. Uh, the, the Drew Barker sweepstakes that South Carolina was. South Carolina did not offer another scholarship to a quarterback in 2014. They were all in on Drew Barker. Drew Barker was their only target. He just recently won an MVP award, I think, at the Rivals Camp or something. Yeah, well, I know that I don't remember him winning. He won the uh, Most Accurate Passer no. award at one of the Rivals, at, at the series of Rivals Camps. Um, Mikel Orton won <coughs> Offensive MVP at the Cincinnati Camp, and that's another player, Mikel Orton. Actually jumped seventy eight spots in the new rivals rankings. I think he was one twenty, one thirty one, something like that. He's, he's up close to around one thirty. He actually got a five point nine rating also, which is right in the middle of, of you can get you can get to six point zero and still be four star. But 
Uh, it's very close to getting into five-star territory um, with both of those guys. And it's amazing that right now Kentucky has seven commitments and three of them are in the rivals' top uh, 250. Matt, Matt Elam's kind of up there too, isn't he? He's not in the rivals' 250 yet because uh, I, I read some of the things that rivals guys had written about Matt Elam, and they said that he hadn't made it to any of their camps yet, so they weren't able to evaluate him. Um, they were going to have to get down and watch him play live in order to make an evaluation on him. But when Alabama tells you that you are the top defensive tackle on their board, that's all you got to know about a kid. Alabama man! That means that... that means Matt No, Elam, he's a Kentucky man. He's coming to Kentucky. That means that Matt Elam is pretty good. I mean, when you're 6'6", 350, or 350-ish, and you can move like Matt Elam can... That's scary. What, what's the guy that's committing at the end of the month? Darius West? Darius West. Um, you know what's also is. awesome about Drew Barker? Is he is driving to that man's school, and he's going to watch him commit to Kentucky more than likely. So if you were wondering where Darius West is probably going to commit, just keep in mind that Drew Barker is going to be there for the announcement live. And it's a two-and-a-half-hour drive for Drew Barker to make. So It's another add, one in Ohio, right? Yourself. Yeah, it's another Ohio guy that Vince Morrow is recruiting. We got everybody from Ohio Vince except Morrow, Drew Barker, right? When has Vince Morrow missed out on somebody? When was the last time? Not yet. <laughs> the only thing I, the only kind of time I can remember is Lavelle Peterson, who didn't even go to play D one ball, <laughs> Grand Valley Rapid Community College or something. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about that guy. He could have been our starting center this year. He was good. But um, so yeah, Drew Barker, awesome. Darius West going to commit at the end of the month. Some people say Mike Edwards might commit. Sometime soon, too. He just came on a visit this week. so Just came on a visit this week with his parents. So Sounds like he's trying to convince his parents to say to make Kentucky the right decision. It was what, that's what it seems like to me. I think so. So, um, I don't really have anything else to talk about today, guys. Uh, the baseball team lost. Again, it was disappointing. Was what, happened to the, yeah, what happened to the baseball team this year? Oh, yeah, they were, didn't click for them? I think they, what were they? They, like a, they were projected top 15 team, right? Or something? They top were 20? in the top 15 for most of the season until they got into SEC play. They got ripped apart to this year. They just, they they just, just couldn't hit towards the end of the, end of the... And they had a lot of good... Uh, I call it the curse. They had, the they had guys that had went to the draft and actually came back for their senior season. <clears throat> I think it, I think next year's going to be a better year, though. I think that some of the sophomore guys are going to be juniors The guy that I met, you know, he had a pretty decent year. He played a pretty big role, Kyle Barrett. You know, he's pretty, pretty good. I saw his name a lot. Um, He'll be back. I expect Cousineau will be back. AJ Reed. I know why the baseball team didn't do very good. We never went and watched them this year. Maybe could be it. We're gonna go next year. We're gonna try at least. We bad. We had bad schedules this this spring. Softball team moved on to the uh, super regionals. They did. Shout outs to shout out to Rachel Lawson and the girls and the Cumbus girl. I know that her something Cumbus. But, um, Sorry, we don't know much about So if you're, not, if you're not following us on uh, Twitter, you want to follow Wait, us? Wait, we got uh, some more news. What, what else do you want to talk about? I'm out of stuff. Website is launching in like two weeks. Okay. Big things popping with that. Um, we all have all the information in the next, probably the week of June 3rd. Of course, you know, June 1st and 2nd is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so we won't do it then. Um, so probably the week of June 3rd, we'll be making all the changeovers. We'll have all that public. We'll be switching over to the new site. Are you excited, Brad? I'm excited. We're going to try to do a 2014 recruiting podcast with Garrett Tucker sometime soon. Maybe some other guests. Possibly. If you have anything for us, if you want to, if you want to ask us a question, email us, tweet us, send us a Facebook note. We'll answer it on the podcast. Um, if you have any ideas, things that you would like us to write about, send that to us. Brad would love to. Brad would love some topics to expand on with his opinions. Yep. 
I volunteered Brad just then. This week, we didn't really have too much to get opinionated about, except for Randall versus Wiggins. Hey, I need your opinion on something. What? Who would win? Kirk or Picard? I'm guessing it's a Star Trek question. Captain Kirk or Captain Picard? Captain Kirk. Uh, which one's Captain Picard? Patrick Stewart. Oh. Um, In a fight? Like, I'd probably go with Kirk. Captain Kirk. I mean, he, 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 he went into the radi- radiation place <clears throat> in the last Star Trek and should have been dead. Dude, call spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler Batman alert. or Superman. I'll take Superman. Unless Batman has FYI, access to FYI, Fast 6 comes out this weekend and, something, and so is Hangover 3, I believe. Who cares about Fast 6? <laughs> Fast 6. So I'm going to watch both of them, I think. Man, it still comes out I mean, June I mean, 13th. June 14th or 13th. Very soon. And I will be there. Whenever it comes out. Wherever it comes mm, out. Jake and Brad may jag me along with them. You would like it. Superman. Bum, 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 bum. But you know what they bum, always bum, say. Bum, 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 I wanted to close also to uh, just let everybody know to keep Oklahoma in your prayers. Some of the stuff that happened. I mean, they they said that the tornado that went through more uh, was EF5. It stretched 1.3 miles long uh, and tore through, I think, like 17 miles. So That's called a devastating tornado. It just decimated everything. His path, so like if Chuck Norris was a tornado, that would be it. Do we want to talk about the news we learned today? No, let's save that for another time, okay? But, um, so if you haven't liked us on our Facebook, so you don't know, it's good news, yeah, it's good news. Uh, but if if you haven't followed us on, if you're not, if you haven't liked our Facebook page yet, like our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash kycatstats, you follow us on Twitter at kycatstats, you can follow Brad at kycs underscore Brad. You can follow me at KYCastStats underscore TJ. And you can follow Jake at JediJake11. At JediJake11. If he ever actually tweets, because I haven't seen a tweet from him in a long time. It's been a while. So there ain't anything cool to tweet about, man. You can tweet about cool Superman cool or Spider-Man or Batman or, or Critters. Because he likes Critters. And that's a good movie. If you guys haven't watched Critters, you should go out and watch Critters. <laughs> that movie's so bad, it's so good, though. That's right. It's exactly right, Jake. It's so bad that it's so good. We're dragging this on, aren't we? I don't have anything else to talk about, guys. I'll be honest with you. UK news is a little slow right now, but... It's the summer. We're going to put that 2014 recruiting class podcast together, and it's going to be awesome. Watch out for the site news. Follow us on Twitter. Like our Facebook page. We're out. You know a funny word? What? Pickle weasel. (laughs) That's a pretty funny word, Jake. And on that note... Stay classy, Big Blue Nation. And let the haters hate. Pickle Weasel. That's <laughs> 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 <laughs>